Today's gospel is the very first time that Jesus is referred to in the New Testament as the Lamb of God. We know that that idea of Jesus as the Lamb of God is one of the most common images in Christianity. It's referred to there are numerous references to this all throughout the rest of the New Testament. So why is Jesus the Lamb of God? Why, does, why is it that particular animal? John the Baptist didn't just randomly pick an animal and apply it to Jesus. If that was the case, he could have said, Behold the squirrel of God, or behold the walrus of God, but he doesn't say that. There is a reason why John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God. There's a reason why he applies that to Jesus. As we know, the Lamb was the animal that brought freedom to the Jewish people in Egypt. Remember that first Passover where God commanded Moses and the people to go to their families and have each family procure for itself a lamb for the Passover. That lamb would be slaughtered in the evening twilight and they were to put the blood of that lamb above the doorposts of their homes. And God would pass over the people of Israel seeing the blood of the lamb and spare them from death. God would pass over them and they would be saved. The blood of the Lamb was what saved the Jewish people from slavery in Egypt. The Lamb was the thing that was sacrificed, the thing that was offered to save an entire people, to save their entire nation. And for the people in the Old Testament, and even in Jesus' time, that was sort of their Easter That was their moment of salvation, the greatest work that God had done in their people. It all hinged around God saving them from slavery in Egypt by the blood of the Lamb, by that first Passover. So when John the Baptist cries out in this gospel today, Behold the Lamb of God, that means a great deal. It's huge, in fact. Anyone listening to John the Baptist's words would have immediately had their ears perk up. They would have immediately taken notice of what John the Baptist was saying. Because really, he's saying two things. The first thing, by saying, Behold the Lamb of God, he is saying that Jesus is God himself. John is making a divine claim when he says that Jesus is the Lamb of God. Further, the second thing that this signifies or that this teaches us, when John adds those words, who takes away the sin of the world, he is saying that Jesus as the Lamb would act like that Lamb in the Old Testament, but he would be different. Jesus, the new Lamb, would come to fulfill everything that happened in the Old Testament. He would augment and make greater everything that that first lamb at Passover had done. Whereas that first lamb saved a nation from slavery, this lamb, the lamb of God, would set all of us free from a greater slavery, namely slavery to sin. And this new lamb would not come to save just one nation but all of humanity. Think of our, the words of our first reading today. It is too little to raise up the tribes of Jacob. I will make you a light to all the nations. Again, not just Israel, but all of humanity would this lamb save. So John is essentially saying, look to Christ. Look to this man. 
and he will save you from your sin. So follow him. Christ is that new lamb. His blood shed on the cross at Calvary saves all of us, much like that lamb at Passover. But even kind of going back to the Passover, the Passover was first and foremost a meal because God also commanded the people to eat that lamb, to consume that lamb as food for the journey they were about to make in flight from Egypt. And we are called to partake of a new Passover with the new lamb. We are called to consume Christ, the Lamb of God, as food for our journey, the journey of holiness, to partake of the Lamb's Supper, the Lamb's Supper. This all comes to a head in a very beautiful way, moments before we all receive Holy Communion, brothers and sisters, where all of us cry out and sing, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, grant us peace. It is all of us crying out to Christ, the Lamb of God, to save us from sin and to have mercy on us. And what happens next? As everyone kneels down, the priest holds up the host to all of us in a moment of adoration and says, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Those same words of John the Baptist in our gospel are repeated each and every time we receive Holy Communion. John, of course, saw Jesus in his person. We see Jesus veiled under the appearances of bread and wine, but it is the same Christ. It is the same Lamb that we see. It is the same Lamb that we behold. Those same words of John the Baptist call out to us to behold God and to adore Him. It's a moment of Eucharistic adoration almost before we receive Jesus in communion. That adoration always leading us toward the altar. And those words of the priest finish with, Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. We are so blessed to be able to partake of the Lamb's Supper, that sacred feast of faith, the new Passover, the Holy Eucharist, with Christ, the Lamb of God himself. Every Mass, brothers and sisters, is another Passover. It is a greater Passover that we celebrate each and every time we come here. It is a remembrance of how God has saved us from slavery to sin, where we recall how the blood of Christ the Lamb the Lamb of God continuously fortifies us and strengthens us and works in our lives. Every time we behold Jesus in the Eucharist, we are answering John the Baptist's command to behold the Lamb of God. And every time we receive Holy Communion, we are fulfilling that first Passover, partaking of that meal, partaking of the Lamb who saves us. The Eucharist is that link between the Passover and now. So I want to encourage you, try to come up for Eucharistic adorations during the week, anytime you can. It could be for just even a small period of time on your way home from work. And maybe even commit to going to daily Mass one day a week, either here or someplace even closer to your job. We can never have enough time to behold Christ the Lamb of God. 
We can never go to Him enough. We can never go to Him too much to receive this sacred feast of faith and eat of the Lamb of God who saves us. So brothers and sisters, Christ is with us in the Eucharist. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The one foreshadowed by all the prophets in the Old Testament. And like John the Baptist, may we behold Him and adore Him who saves us.